host, Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey, stressed out, numb, and distracted on autopilot, rinse and repeat. We are meant for more. If you sense that life is supposed to be more than the one you are living today, and you are desperate for a change, but you're not sure how to do it, then stay put because you are in the right place. Every week, I will provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey there, and welcome back to episode 32 of Wake Up, Your Life is Calling. It is so good to be back with you again. I hope that you are having a great week. Right now, my church is in the midst of a digital detox. There are certain parameters that are recommended for participation, but of course, everyone gets to decide for themselves how and to what degree they wish to participate. For me, I have taken social media apps off of my phone, and so far, so good. It's only a few days in, less than a week, about four or five days at this point, and I definitely notice the times that I have the urge to look at social media when I am waiting, or I'm bored, or, you know, at just various downtimes in the day, but it's been really just interesting to notice and to create new habits and patterns around that. So, so far, I'm really enjoying it. John Mark Comer is a pastor and an author. Uh, He has some really great books. And he says, the mind is a portal to your soul. And what you fill your mind with will shape your character and ultimately the trajectory of your life. At church, they phrased it as your attention leads to your adoration. Or said another way, what or who you are paying your attention to, you will ultimately worship. Wow, that is really powerful. Our attention and our focus is one of our most valuable assets And we are constantly giving it away because we live in an age of distraction. We are perpetually distracted and our phones are the primary way in which we access these distractions. Perpetual distraction leads to numbness or what I like to call sleepwalking. I'm sure you are familiar with dopamine. It is a neurotransmitter in our brain known as the pleasure chemical. And our phones are designed to trigger dopamine in our brains in quick hits and in concentrated amounts. And ultimately over time, this fries our nervous system. Concentrated dopamine is what I like to call false pleasure. It is junk food for your brain. 
it delivers a fast high and a steep crash. So it just keeps you coming back for more. We aren't thinking about our dreams and our goals and what we want to create in our lives because we are busy consuming distraction all day. We are feasting on junk food and empty calories instead of nourishing our mind with what truly satisfies. Thinking about and planning toward the desires of your heart also triggers dopamine, but in more natural forms. It is a slower release that builds over time instead of spiking and crashing. Several years back, I used to do a sugar fast at the beginning of each new year. And I liken detoxing from distractions to the sugar fast. It's like deciding to eliminate sugar from your diet in the beginning. It sucks. It's hard. And you experience constant cravings. And you have to manage your urges and impulses to give in to all of the temptations that are all around all of the time. But when you do, when you can go through this withdrawal period, you find freedom on the other side. With sugar and all of our other appetites for distraction, the more you consume, the more you want to consume. But once you give it up, you feel free from the lure of it. Detoxing from distraction is one of the simplest ways to truly love your life again. The life that you are actually living, not the lives and the content that you are viewing from afar. So how do you do this? Well, a digital detox is certainly one way to do it. But what I want to focus on today is an idea called strategic ignorance. And I learned about this idea in a book that I recently read called Personality Isn't Permanent by Benjamin Hardy. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. But strategic ignorance is simply deciding on purpose where you want to place your focus and tuning out everything else. Zig Ziglar says your input determines your outlook, your outlook determines your output, and your output determines your future. We have seemingly endless options available to us in the world today, and this leads to decision fatigue. Of course, having options is a good thing because our ability to choose and make decisions is where our power lies. But the problem is that too many options leads to choice overload. And we end up questioning every decision we make. If you have been around this podcast for a minute, you might know that I have been in the dating world for a long time. And while there are some benefits to dating apps, I think this aspect of creating too many options is the death of relationships today. Everyone is reluctant to commit to one person because there's so many options and it leads to FOMO. 
a fear of missing out on someone who could be even better. It takes courage and confidence to commit to a person or to a decision or to a path and focus in one direction without being distracted by noise from all of the different choices and inputs that are surrounding us. Yet, this is exactly what people who are committed to their own growth and goals do on the regular. If you want to live intentionally and on purpose, you have to first of all know what you want and also know that you can be easily swayed and distracted by false pleasure. We all can. Welcome to the human experience. So we are wise to avoid things and situations and even people that will distract us in good and bad ways. We are wise to create boundaries and guardrails in our lives so that we can focus on our priorities, on our values, and our dreams for our lives. A long time ago, I decided to stop watching the news. It is so easy for me to be seduced by the negative and this subjective view of the world that is very commonly presented on the news. So I found one or two outlets for news that I trust and that I can intentionally engage with for 10 to 20 minutes a day and feel like I'm informed and then shut it off. Because my peace is my priority. So I'm curious, what do you need to avoid to protect your peace? What do you need to avoid to protect your focus? You need to know these things to manage your inputs so that your inputs are not managing you. If you don't know about something, then you won't be influenced by it. It won't be a problem. Think of all of the inputs that you're currently getting that are distracting. And rather than relying on willpower, how could you just simply become ignorant of these things? So, Some questions to consider. What are you currently aware of or maybe overly informed about that you really shouldn't be? So I'm thinking about, you know, sports statistics and the details of celebrities' lives and relationships and maybe even our social media contacts, right? The lives of other people that we know, maybe we're a little overly informed about those things. Another question to consider, what distractions do you need to remove so that you can reclaim your focus and intentionally place it on the infinitely valuable instead of the trivial? And lastly, consider what are you really losing and what might you be gaining by becoming strategically ignorant in a few key areas? 
If you buy into the idea that what you fill your mind with shapes your character and your life, and that your energy goes where your focus flows, it becomes critically important to pay attention to the things that you are paying attention to, to reclaim your focus and your life. That's what I have for you this week, my friend. I hope that it's been helpful. I look forward to seeing you back here again very soon. 